Funding for this podcast comes from MathWorks, creators of MATLAB and Simulink software, accelerating the pace of engineering and science. Learn more at MathWorks.com. Support for this podcast comes from Is Business Broken, a podcast from BU Questrom School of Business. Stick around until the end of this podcast for a preview of a recent episode exploring the history of investors holding businesses accountable and the dawn of the ESG, or Environmental Social Governance Movement. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Benjo! What's your name again? <laughs> it's been too long, Amo. Very funny. I've got a snack for you. Okay. Well, actually, this is a little larger than a snack. Isn't it like a personal pan pizza sized (laughs) snack? Like a 10 inch pie? That is exactly right. This is a 10 inch pie. That's exactly what this is. And this has to do um, with three of my favorite things, Ben. Okay. Mysteries. Okay. Pizza. Yep. And jingles. Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> ben, was there a radio or a TV jingle for some local business from your childhood that stayed oh with you? Oh, my God. And can you perform it? Go. Sail away on the Block Island Ferry. Take a trip and you'll get good times. <laughs> leave today. Block Island awaits you. Just leave your troubles behind. It was like oh. the Caribbean-themed Block Island, Rhode Island ferry. Yeah, Jingle? see? Jingles are the best. I've always loved jingles. I love singing them. I love making them up about anything. They're like exactly how I want to be marketed to. Mm, Perfect length. (laughs) Perfect ridiculousness. Yeah. So I really found a kindred spirit in Kevin. Discount drug mart saves you the the runaround. You'll find everything you need. Yeah, and then and then during Christmas is we, we have, have all, all your, your holiday, holiday needs. needs. Oh my god, this is this great. is Kevin Toomey, Ben. Okay, he's a TV producer and a filmmaker. He lives out in LA, but we could quiz each other on the jingles of our youth because he, like me, is from Believe Land, the Cleave, the two one six, the land of dreams. The Cleave, just the there's cleave. something about that that I don't like. It just sounds dirty to me, but it's fine. Well, back in 2008, Kevin's in college at Ohio State University in Columbus, the Ohio State University in Columbus. Uh-huh. Is that Buckeyes? Is that what that is? Go Buckeyes. That's right. right cool. And he's driving to work one day. And I heard a song come on the radio. Um, and, and, and I say a song because it, it is a song. Of course, at, we, you know, it's, it's a commercial, obviously, but, but it's also a song. Okay, Ben, I'm going to let you be the judge of that. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Pizza is my life. Families on the goal of to go to 
It's good. That's good. <laughs> like basically, I want to air drum to that song. I want to play. I want to be the air drummer. You know what I mean? And I also yeah. want to spin the stick in my fingers, spin the drumstick. You know what I mean? Oh. While he's doing the oh, snare yeah. hits with his left hand, I want to spin the stick in my right hand before the cymbal crash. That's how I feel about it. It's definitely oh. a song. It's well, a I'm sick s- jam. I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm so glad it moved you. Kevin was moved as well on a couple of levels. This guy sounds cool. That was my initial just sort of in my brain. Initially, I just thought this guy is cool. There's a story here. He is so he is somebody. Um, and being a local in Columbus, I thought maybe this is a chance that I can meet a legend. Okay, I don't know that I would call this guy's voice legendary, but Kevin and I did agree on this particular point. One of the reasons was because of the lyrics. The lyrics are so personal. The lyrics are "Pizza is my life." That's the lyrics in the song. I think if the lyrics might have been pizza is our life or pizza is life, <laughs> it might be different. You know, I might not be here talking, uh-huh. you know, it, it might it might be totally I, I might have just continued about my day and just continue on being, a, a, you know, quote unquote, a normal person, I guess. But uh, this sort of set me on a different path. And Kevin, he gets obsessed. He's hungry for more information about this jingle and specifically about the guy who sang it. I had a million questions like, what, what, what's it like to have a voice like that and a talent like that and use it to make a 30-second song about pizza? And I, honestly, selfishly, in my, in my mind, I thought, wouldn't it be cool if I just found him and just begged him to let me just follow him around? You know, like just where does he sleep? Where does it, what is he? I call it like making a sandwich. It's like sometimes the, the funnest thing to do and the most interesting thing that I, you can watch a person do is just make a sandwich. You know, just, just watch them go about their day. Um, so he had the sandwich effect on me, I think. Ben, I feel like sandwiches have yeah. the sandwich effect on you, right? <laughs> yeah, the sandwich effect. I'm using that. I'm sandwiches definitely using that. Sandwiches are your life. <laughs> yep. Cut it, print it, send it into the world. The sandwich effect. So Kevin is like dreaming up who this Rotolo's singer is. So can I just say that the the person that I imagined when I first heard this song, when you just played it for me, Mm -hmm. was like the wedding singer from, I think, the movie Wedding Crashers, which I'm pretty sure doesn't like hold up in 2021. But if you've ever seen that movie, do you know the guy who's like, and I need you more tonight. That guy who's like, he's like kind of like a cover band guy, but he's like really ridiculous and wild. And he's like throwing <laughs> F-bombs into his songs at the wedding. Do you know who I'm talking about? You ever seen that? It's I've seen it. It's been a while, but now I have to yeah. go back and rewatch it. It's very similar, <laughs> similar like singer vibes. You know what I mean? Just like uh, ridiculous um, exuberance. Okay, well, here's the image that Kevin had in his mind for this singer. Maybe long, flowing hair. Um, He would be someone that wouldn't be afraid to wear bold clothing choices, perhaps even Speedos. Um, Leopard prints would be fair game. And he's singing the jingle to all of his friends. Go to Rotolo's, they use the best ingredients. So he's probably also becoming a regular at Rotolo's at this time, right? Yeah, I still haven't eaten their pizza um, to this day. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. You've never had Rotolo's. You know, I've never had Rotolo's pizza. Pizza? Not his life, Ben. I'm more of a buffalo wing man, actually. 
So you'd think at this point that Kevin would just walk into Rotolo's and he'd ask them about the jingle. But he doesn't. He graduates from OSU. He moves to L.A. to start his film and TV career. Mm -hmm. But he just can't let it go. It just kept rearing its little head to say, like, this person's still out there and we still don't know an answer. And I needed it as my duty to fully see this thing through wherever it wherever it went. So he asks around, he Googles around, and then he finally picks up the phone. Thank you for calling Rotillo's and Gravy. Speaking, how can I help you? It was harder than I thought to get in touch with the owners of this pizza shop. I'm sorry, he's not in right now. Uh, okay, do you know him know back in region by any chance? Um, he's not, unfortunately, no, this is the best place to so then this is from a short film that Kevin made recently about the Rotolo's jingle mystery. Short, and short film. A short film. He is a filmmaker after all. It's okay. very well done. Very high production value. And and this is how I heard about it. He posts this video on Reddit and someone tagged Endless Thread in a comment. E.T. fans for the win. Once again. Yep. Um, so I reached out to Kevin and I wondered if he'd gotten anywhere in his search since posting the video. And despite numerous voicemails and Facebook messages that he had sent to the owners and really to any Rotolo that he could find, nothing. How does something that's like made for, you know, commercial use and, you know, in theory was commissioned by a business, how did they completely not even know where it came from? But he mentions in the video at one point that he had reached one of the night managers at Rotolo's. And this manager had a tip from the owner. Um, I think the person he said did it was a backup singer to, like, Gloria Estefan or something. Really? If anyone knows, it's the night manager. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's the guy. It's the guy. It's the guy who's, like, smoking a joint behind the pizza place for his shift. (laughs) He's like, yeah, man, well, he's like, man, is a backup singer for Gloria Estefan. <laughs> well, he loved the jingle, too. So so he had he had asked Dominic Rotolo. But um, but finally, Kevin is feeling like he has a little something to work with. So, Ben, if you had this tip, what would you do? What's your move? <sighs> man. I, I would find the I would find a friend who is a Gloria fan um, and and like an older Gloria fan. I would go through all of those CD liner notes and find all of the backup singers credited. Or maybe I would like find when did the song come out? Do we know? Ooh, uh, we don't. We don't so we know. Have no at this idea point, when this at song this point, like, we do okay. not know. Right. So then, like, we, I would we go, have a sense of like early. Okay. So then I would like kind of look at where the look at where Gloria was recording in the early aughts or maybe like the late nineties. And then I would like find those recording studios and then I would start calling them. Um, Okay. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. But in terms of the Gloria lead, you and Kevin are on the same page. So I just thought, well, what I can do is go through her whole entire back catalog and just find a singer Maybe try to get examples of that singer's voice, because that would be the fingerprint, right? Uh, and then put him at the scene of the crime. <laughs> you 
you know, put him at, put him mm. in, put that person in Columbus somehow. If I could find the person who has a similar voice, I find the fingerprint, and then if they have some sort of uh, tie-in with Columbus, then that's like that. That's that would be the bombshell, right? That would be the smoking gun. But alas, there was no smoking gun in the Gloria Estefan deep dive. He just couldn't find a voice that sounded enough like the Rotolo guy. So he's like, okay, enough with the phone calls. I have to get an investigator on this. And by investigator, I mean a friend of his who still lived in Columbus. He asks her to just go into Rotolo's and ask them point blank about the jingle. So she does. And who happens to be there but the person you'd think is certain to have the answer. And so she walked in there and the Mafalda, the matriarch of the Rotolo's Enterprises, Inc., um, was in there, and she, she asked she asked Mafalda about the jingle, and she, Mafalda had no idea what she was talking about. Okay, now Ben, here's the funny thing about the pizza place that claims to not know anything about their jingle. Do you have a computer in front of you? Do you have the World Wide Web? Uh, I can get I can get it. Yeah. Okay, go to RotolosPizza.com. Um. Okay, Rotolos.com. No, RotolosPizza.com. Okay, all right. Different Rotolos. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay, read me the options that are at the top of the screen from left to right. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Dot com. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm doing it on my phone. Give it a minute. Okay. Read me some options at the top of the screen. Okay, this is the mobile web. Okay. Uh, enter. Do should I look in the hamburger menu here? No, I'm looking for like menu about us. Okay, that kind right. of stuff. We'll get there. But the hamburger menu is, I think, how I get there. <laughs> Very it's really Italian. aggressively telling. It's <laughs> this website is aggressively asking. Okay, gift card. Listen to our jingle. Listen to our jingle. Right. So on the one hand, they supposedly know nothing about the jingle, and on the other. They're proud enough of this jingle that it's at the top of their website. Right. What up with that? So I guess the dirty secret about investigative work of any kind is that it's it's very unsexy. It's long and slow, and you spend a lot of time chasing leads that don't go anywhere. And even when you get a tip, like, ooh, Kevin, the owner seems to think the jingle was done by an ad agency in L.A. in the early aughts, you realize... Well, great. Now I have to call up all the ad agencies in L.A. and see who was around 20 years ago. So Kevin makes this mini documentary of his Rotolo saga thus far. He posted on YouTube and Reddit uh, just in early February of this year. And he waits, hoping that someone is going to see it and have more information. A friend of a friend who is a a very well-known composer in Los Angeles, um, a guy by the name of Dan Foliart, he he uh, composed the music for Home Improvement. He and Roseanne, he um, caught wind of it, and he said, you know, any any pursuit of, of of an unknown writer or performer is a noble pursuit in his eyes, and he threw out a name to me. The name was Jess Harnell. Looked at his voice. He sounded exactly like the guy. Exactly like the guy. He's in L.A. He does. He's the main voice of the Animaniacs characters. You know, he's he's been around doing voice work forever. Oh, Animaniacs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And because Jess Harnell has been doing voice work forever, and he's a known entity, he's on Cameo, 
You familiar with Cameo, Ben? Oh, yeah. I've used Cameo more than once. Oh, yeah? Okay, explain <laughs> it to the good people. Uh, it's basically like the, the most cynical description of Cameo is like if you're a washed up celebrity, you can basically uh, go on Cameo and say, pay me uh, relatively small amounts of money to do some sort of to make a video of myself doing something ridiculous for one of your friends. Okay, so Kevin makes a cameo request to Jess Harnell, asking him to go to YouTube, listen to the Rotolos jingle, and see if he remembers recording it like 20 years ago. And so then I sat by the phone. I sat by the phone because they tell you, in the, <laughs> they tell you in the cameo app, they say like, oh, you'll get a notification. Like, you know, once once like Jess posts your cameo, you'll get a notification. So I thought at some point this baby's gonna roll in here. I'm gonna have it's gonna be a yes or a no. Do you want to hear it or should I? Yes. Yes. Okay. Ben, we get a yes or a no from Jess Harnell in a minute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast comes from Is Business Broken, a podcast from BU Questrom School of Business. A recent episode explores the long tradition of investors influencing companies to do better. If you even go back to the 1600s, the Dutch East Indies companies, you'd have ships that would disappear for three, four, or five years at a time. And there were mechanisms that were needed because investors would put money into these operations. Stick around until the end of this podcast for a preview of the episode. A lot of people spend a lot of money on things like skincare, fast fashion, and even surgery, all in the name of self-improvement. But as the price of perfection rises, when is it time to call it quits? I'm Rima Hreis, host of This Is Uncomfortable, a podcast from Marketplace. This season, we dig deep into the financial trappings of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Ben, Jess Harnell, prime suspect in the Rotolo's Pizza jingle mystery, has sent a cameo back to Kevin, and Kevin sent it to me. Hey, Kevin, this is Jess Harnell, man, and I got to tell you, I think you win the award for most unusual cameo I've ever been requested to do, and I've done a lot of them. Man, first of all, dude, you heard this on AM radio in Columbus, Ohio in 2008, and you're still thinking about it? This, you know, the, the object of a jingle is to get inside your head and make you remember it. This one apparently really worked for you, didn't it? I went to YouTube and I listened to it. It is not me, although I admire the style of the guy singing it, and I've sang in that style many times. I think it's possible that it could be a friend of mine named Joe Pizzullo, P-I-Z-Z-U-L-O. If you want to Google that, I know Joe very well, but I haven't talked to him in a while, so I couldn't check it with him. 
Uh, but he kind of sounds like that guy. If it's not, oh my him, god, then this my is like the beginning of the weirdest rabbit hole of like <laughs> backup singers referring to other backup singers <laughs> in LA. Yeah, it's helpful yeah. that they all know each other, but in this yeah, case, they all, they all go to the meetings. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, in this case. Spoiler alert, Ben. Despite the fact that the first four letters of Joe Pizzullo's last name are the same first four letters <laughs> of the word pizza. Pizzullo didn't do Rotolos? Pizza is not his life either. <laughs> and there are, I should say, a lot more red herrings along Kevin's journey. We're not going to get oh, into yeah. all of them, but here's just a little taste. And, and there's like also a gentleman by the name of the Jingle King. Strader's Garden Center. They had a jingle. And it has a similar discordant feel. They called him the Jingle Gypsy, and he would go city to city. When he first called me, he said, off the record, I know who this is. <gasps> really? Not really. Or at least, not the answer to this mystery. But Kevin gets a tip from a former manager of Rotolo's who thinks that some higher up at Wendy's was in charge of marketing for Rotolo's at the time the jingle came out because there were talks of, like, expanding Rotolo's into more of a chain. And this, Ben, is the very small role that I played in this mystery. I tracked this guy down, the Wendy's guy. Okay. Um, he was the former president of Wendy's International, it turns out. He's now the CEO of Sbarro Pizza. Do you know Sbarro Pizza? Yeah, I mean... Have I ever been in a train station slash bus station slash airport? Yeah, I know Sabaro. There you go. And so I reached out to him with my very official sounding WBUR credentials. Oh, boy. And I said, look, I know, I know this is silly, but we really appreciate this jingle. And we just, we can't believe no one has information about it. Uh So Mr. Sabaro, CEO, writes back very quickly, to my surprise, we get a little back and forth going about Ohio because Sbarro is based in Ohio. Of course it is. So he writes back at one point, I'm pretty confident that an employee at one of the radio stations developed the jingle as part of a small radio buy. So then I oh, want you that to... makes total sense. Yeah. So that I want seems... you to remember yeah. that. Okay. okay? Um, so I sent this over to Kevin immediately and he wrote back, we're getting close. And sure enough, less than a week later, I get an email from him in all caps that just says, SOLVED. So we arranged a time to talk the next day. Kevin, here we are. A weight has been lifted. (laughs) Now, in order to get to this moment of relief and glory, Kevin had to basically start over. He goes back, step one, the ask-around phase. And he presses all of his friends and his colleagues and his contacts to share that Rotolo's video that he made, that mini documentary. Share it with anyone and everyone who might have connections in the Columbus radio industry. He's like, someone has to know something. (laughs) The Columbus radio industry. That's a great, that's a great term. How big is that? That can't be very you, big. You I mean, are Columbus, such an Ohio listen, hater today. No, no. Listen, I love, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm down with Columbus. Columbus is not a small city, but I'm just saying the Columbus radio industry has to be pretty small. That's all I'm saying. I think you're wrong about that. Clearly, okay. clearly, right. because he wasn't getting, he wasn't finding the information fast enough. But he does get a call one day from someone who says this. 
it's interesting that you said you were driving through Columbus and listening to an AM station and heard the Rotolo's jingle. Chances are, I would say, excellent that the station that you were listening to was 610 WTVN. Okay, this is a guy named Joe Bradley. He used to co-host an afternoon show on 610 WTVN. Okay. And he confirmed that his station was the one that aired the Rotolo's jingle. Oh, snap. Yeah. Which, like, this is kind of a missing thread in all of this that I wasn't even thinking about. Like, he didn't remember what station he heard it on. I guess that makes sense if it's, like, 13 years ago now. But this is key information. So you remember what we learned from Mr. Sbarro, CEO? hmm That there's, like, a, a small radio buy on a particular station So Kevin thinks that someone at the radio station, this 610 WTVN, was involved in either making the jingle or hiring the people who made the jingle. So I go back to Joe and I said, Joe, you got to go, you got to dig deep for me here and contact anyone who might have been involved with that radio buy. Who could that have been, you know? And then one morning, Kevin wakes up to a text message from Joe Bradley with the names of two jingle companies that WTVN supposedly worked with in the early aughts. There's two names. One of them is more promising than the other. And the more promising one is a company by the name of BRG Music Works. It's a little company outside of Philadelphia. And so I went immediately beeline right towards that company, right? I went right for the jugular. Going right for the jugular in this case (laughs) meant going right to Twitter. (laughs) Um, Kevin tweeted at someone who works for BRG Music Works, and an hour later, he got a response. The tweet says, Hey, Kevin, yes, BRG did this jingle, but I didn't personally. I believe that was an outfit out of Vegas that did it for us. Can't remember the name of the producers, but I'll try and find out. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. So I'm sorry. So this, close. People talk about brain drain. <laughs> this is like, man, this is what you've been working on? Yes. Uh, JK. No, this is, I'm with you on the hunt. It's good. It's good. So the three longest days of Kevin's life go by, and then he yep. gets an email from this guy at BRG Music Works, and that email has a name, and that name... Hello. Hello, is this Linwood Bell? Yes. Hi, this is Kevin Toomey calling you. How are you? Hey, Kevin, it, it is me. I'm the I'm your Rotolos guy. He's, he's like, I saw your email about a jingle. I just Googled your name. I saw some search for the Rotolo singer. I turned to my wife and said, hey, Linda, do you remember us doing something for Rotolo's Pizzeria? And she said, yep. And she said, pizza is my life. <laughs> he said, she writes all the lyrics. <laughs> I, do, I write I do all the all, I do all of the instruments I uh, record it do all the instruments she writes the lyrics Linwood and Linda Bell Ben the dynamic wow. duo a veritable Mr. and Mrs. Tom Waits of uh, <laughs> jingles that's right so they met decades ago at Caesar's Palace like you do um, Linwood uh, was playing keys in a band six nights a week, and Linda was working the front desk. And the singer of the Rotolo's jingle is neither of them. It was a good friend of theirs named Tony Davich, who sang hundreds of their jingles. 
Of course, his name was Tony. Tony. Also, they should have met at Little Caesars, not Caesars Palace, <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, and just for a little voice comparison, here is another jingle that Tony sang for them. This one was for the Rattlesnake Ranch Cafe in New Jersey. Fresh and delicious, you love every bite. Made to perfection, it's seasoned just right. When you're in the mood for great southwestern food, join the fiesta tonight. Okay, and just for a little fresher. Hearing those two back to back, there's no question they have found the guy. So there's just one thing left to do. You are the the singer of this jingle, right? Yeah, yeah I am. I guess. Yeah, it sounded like me. I'm guilty. Do you remember doing it at all? No, no. I don't even know how long ago it was. And I do so many jingles. I, I forget most of them the, right after I even leave. Don't even remember you doing that one. So it turns out, Ben, that it was from 2006. That's when the jingle was recorded. So it's 15 years old this year. Um, Tony had never even heard the finished jingle before Kevin sent it to him. He's just been living his life, recording more jingles, and he performs with a few bands still out in Vegas. I told him, I said, listen, man, you're awesome. I'm your biggest fan. You're a legend. <laughs> do, do, do your grandkids and your kids know that you're a legend? Because you are to me. Plus, Ben, if you look up a picture of Tony Davich, I think Kevin may have hit the nail on the head in terms of what he was envisioning for this for this singer to look like. That's all I'm going to say. But someday Kevin will get to see for himself because Tony told him that if he's ever in Vegas, he's got to hit him up. So Kevin didn't mention that he wanted to, like, watch him make a sandwich. <laughs> but um... <laughs> I mean, if he sings while he makes a sandwich, I'm definitely in. I mean, yeah. I'm all yeah, in. They can ease into that. But in the meantime, Linwood Bell, the composer, sent Kevin the jackpot. Do you want to take a guess what he sent him? Outtakes. Oh, that would be good, too. Outtakes are like, so, volo, like solo vocals. The stems. He sent him the complete yeah, stems, yeah. which... Amazing. Which I guess is like an industry term, but that's every every instrument, yeah, yeah. every track of the recording now is in Kevin's hands. Um, so he doesn't know what he's going to do with those stems yet, or or he's not ready to reveal it, but he promised to keep me posted. Of course, you can count on that. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have a slice of Rotolos together someday, somehow. I hope so. I don't think it'll hold up going from, uh, you know, uh, Columbus to Vegas. I'd like to bring some over for those guys. But oh, man. We'll find a way. We'll find a way at some point. <laughs> or we'll just get some other pizza. Because at this point, you know, hey. We'll tell them it's Rotolos. Nobody needs to know. <laughs> Nobody needs to know. <laughs> Amen to that. So, Ben, what do you think? Wow. I mean, I'd say great job on your part and on Kevin's part. Oh, I did. Um, I did so nothing compared to what he, <laughs> compared to the years right. that I, poured you know, into this. You were along for the ride. That's good. And I, I think it's um, it, it it's it's a it's a reminder that there's a whole massive army of talented musicians out there that don't that don't get credit. That's right for for making straight hits. That's right. I'm like a credit investigator. On your AM dial. (laughs) Straight hits on your AM dial. And we should say, this episode is coming out on the same day that Kevin has released part two of his Rotolo's Jingle documentary on YouTube. 
So there's a link to that, as well as Kevin's OG Ritolo's video on our website, wbur.org. <laughs> Slash short endless thread. Yes, they really are. They are incredible. They're hilarious. They're super well done. Please go check them out. You're you're doing God's work, Kevin. We appreciate you. And we'll be back in two weeks. We'll see you then. Bye. Pizza is my life. <laughs> That's pretty good, right? Is that is that how it goes? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Pretty close. All right. Cool. Support for this podcast comes from Is Business Broken, a podcast from BU Questrom School of Business. Listen on for a preview of one of the episodes. ESG, or environmental social governance, challenges businesses to think beyond the immediate bottom line. But before ESG, the Balance Scorecard did something similar. Questrom's Eddie Riedel explains. The big thing that was groundbreaking about the Balance Scorecard is really this idea to move beyond thinking about financial statements, which everybody had thought about since the 1920s, right? That was kind of the gold standard for how to evaluate a company and its performance. And the balanced scorecard's big insight, I think, was to get companies internally to think about, well, what if you don't just focus on financial measures? There are other things that are going to affect your performance, and maybe they won't affect them today, but they're going to affect them in the short-term, mid-term, long-term. Building in those other criteria, those other dimensions, and explicitly linking that to your strategy, to how your company is going to operate, what kind of big decisions it's going to make, that's really what the big insight of the balanced scorecard was meant to do. And at the time, uh, it, right now, it doesn't seem particularly revolutionary. It seems kind of obvious. We've been stuck in the ESG movement for a while, and thinking about linking these things to corporate strategy seems pretty obvious. At the time, it was a pretty big, whoa, kind of moment. Find the full episode by searching for Is Business Broken wherever you listen to podcasts and learn more about the Mayrotra Institute for Business, Markets, and Society at ibms.bu.edu.